schools in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing. Hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about with no filter. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. Here's the problem, Doctor. It's this new album. I wrote a song about a girl. I made her up. It was only a song, but I can't get her out of my mind. And every time I think of her, I picture her with the other guys. Come on, you Never love it. With me. I do love it. She's driving me nuts. But she's gonna keep so on loving you. I love this video. <laughs> you should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. Oh, come on, let it rip. Do it. All right, we're talking. What are we talking about? What am I talking about? What are you talking about? We're going to talk. So Ryan and I were just having this conversation about seeding, and that's S E E D I N G, uh, yes. candidate experiences and candidate workflows, and kind of overcoming the gap that you have when you're talking to a candidate. So. Um, I could do a really good job of catching you up and that would probably be a really boring minute and a half of, uh, of jargon or Ryan. Yeah. Candidate seating, creating content. Let's yeah. bring everybody up to speed. So a couple things here. One. So we, we were talking about multi-channel marketing versus omni-channel marketing uh, and how that, which I don't understand why there's a difference. Yeah. They sound like the same thing to me. Yeah. So let me, I can explain that and how it kind of relates to recruiting. And I think this is, can be, key to some people's strategy. And I, I look at things a little differently. Um, so basically, multi-channel marketing. Um, it, this is where the brand is at the center of the strategy with one message that's communicated across each channel. Okay, so Pepsi is the brand. Yep. All the social channels, right? The 50, 60 different channels, whether it's radio, TV, social, online, TikTok, offline, TikTok, billboards. The same message to all of those channels that represents the brand, right? That's multi-channel marketing. Compared to omni-channel marketing, and this is where the customer or their candidate in our case is at the center of the strategy and each channel adapts the message around that specific candidate or customer, but in our case, candidate's behavior. Follow me? Candidate's behavior. So like... Yeah. So think. let's look at this from... Let's look at it from a B2C perspective, okay? Business with the customer. Yeah, yeah, right? business, from business the sales, consumer, right? yeah. Consumer. I say customer, consumer. Yeah, consumer. So think of it, you're online, you're searching, right? What you're doing, that's your behavior, right? Then you're served up different messaging, different ads, different promotions. You're seeing different things. That's more of an omni-channel approach where you're on Instagram, you get one thing. You're on Facebook, you get another. You're in your email, you get another. Text messaging might be another, Right, so it's the same company, but they're adapting their message to you based on what you did and where you are. Currently. Okay, so real quick, want to bring in a different term? Okay, um, that you know I've heard people talk about like recruiting personas. Mm-hmm. How is this different than recruiting persona? Personas building your target. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, um, you know, who are you recruiting for? I'm recruiting for engineers. And here are the five types of engineers I'm recruiting. You build a persona or a target profile for each of those people that you're recruiting. 
Okay, got it. This is from the marketing side saying, you know, I looked up, I don't know, I'm searching shoes. I'm, I'm, or maybe not even shoes. I'm searching comfort within shoes. My messaging is going to be different than if you just went and searched out K-Swiss. People still wear K-Swiss? Yeah, okay. Gary Vaynerchuk. There you go. So K-Swiss, you're going to get one message, but comfort and K-Swiss is going to get a different message based around comfort that K-Swiss provides. Okay. And depending on where I'm at and what I'm doing, the message is different. So if K-Swiss catches me on Facebook, they're going to see a lot of my fitness stuff. They're going to show me why K-Swiss is good for fitness. On Instagram, they're going to see more recruiting-based stuff. They're going to say, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) however it fits in the recruiting, probably a bad example, but you get the point, right? So the message adapts to the person. No, no, no. I I think I get what you're saying. Just let me, uh, maybe kind of let me rehash it in my terms, is that if I'm on Instagram and I've noticed that somebody has... um, that somebody has posted a picture of their star Wars figures. Everybody knows I'm a big star Wars fan. Um, that person goes into a bucket where I'm looking for engineers who are yeah. also star Wars fans and I can customize the message around that. And now that I've learned a little bit more about that individual based upon that channel and what they're using that channel for. Right. Okay, cool. All right. Man. Now on Facebook, they're going to have a different message Yeah, because Facebook. they're doing a different, most likely yeah, $30,000 millionaires, right? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now here, you know, here's, here's the thing that sounds like common sense because we all say personalize, 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 put the right message in front, but we don't do it. Why don't we do it? I don't know why we don't do it. Laziness. Do you think it's laziness or do you think, think it's, it's time? I think, I don't think it's time at all. I think it's laziness. I think time is perception. I think the recruiter feels they don't have time, but that's because their process is not set up efficiently. Okay. So let me, let me do this is that we, um, I was on a webinar uh, for recruiting daily mm-hmm. uh, back in February. And one of the things that, uh, that came up was um, that I spend a lot of time and agency recruiter doesn't have that much time to spend with their candidates. Why? That was a question that I asked. I said, why, you know, why, why wouldn't you have why? it? But you said it's a perception. So I was going to ask you, is it any different from agency recruiter to, to an in-house recruiter? No, I don't think so. I think, <clears throat> I think, sorry about that. I think the, the difference is it, a perception thing for me. I don't think the, the process could slightly vary based on where you're at, right? If you're at Pepsi or PepsiCo, yeah. Okay. Things are going to be different. You're going to have a different chain to go through as if you were at a 20 person company. I get that. I'm not blind to that, but the output is very similar. Just because PepsiCo has a big brand doesn't mean that you at 50 people can't do the same thing. You've just got to create the content around that and have that process. So staffing the agency to uh, corporate, no, I don't, I don't think there is a difference. I think it's just an excuse, and I think it's laziness. All right, so we riffed on that for a quick second about mm-hmm. that perception and, and laziness and things of that nature. Take me back, though, to seeding that content, about creating that piece of content and yeah. then multiplying it in different veins and purviews. Yeah. So been playing with a term seed recruiting, right? So in, in content creation marketing, we call it seed content. So let's use, let's use this podcast as an example. So we create this, this episode, right? For, well, it's just probably going to go longer again, right? Because we suck at that. Uh, because Brian, <laughs> Brian likes to hear the sound of we, his voice. Yeah. We like to talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, we have our seed content. This is our, our podcast, right? So this is our episode. From the episode, we may talk about, say, seven different things. Those are seven different pieces of content. But inside those seven pieces of content, there's probably several more in each of those, right? 
So if we have seven, let's just say we talked about seven different things, then you do three per, right? So that's seven pieces of content plus 21. You're at 28 pieces of content just off of those seven bullet points. And that's... Holy shit. That's just to start, right? Then you have, for example, off this podcast, seven points become seven articles. Seven articles become three different social shares for each article. Um, those uh, different things that are mentioned in those articles become memes, different stats become infographics. Uh, the whole topic together potentially becomes a webinar or becomes a small free training or something to that effect, right? So you can get 50 pieces of content very quickly out of a 10 minute conversation. So in marketing, we call it seed marketing and seed recruiting. I, I think the, the theory here that I'm, that I'm playing with is that you still want to recruit through content. People recruit because they have a need, right? This goes back, what was it? Uh, talent communities. Talent right? communities, yeah. yeah. Shake your head, you know, all that shit. It's like talent it, it, communities. No, well, no, talent communities, like... But they, they bombed because people didn't understand. It was a good I idea. Thought that, I thought they bombed because of the economy. How do I, No. No, no. Wouldn't everybody... Like, to me, I feel like talent communities were something that was put out by Career Builder that they were really in... That they mm -hmm. were going full force on in 05, 06, 07, and that it was something that you had to buy into. And then and then the economy started mm -hmm. to fall apart in 08, and I was just like, everybody wants to be part of a talent community because you yeah. want a job. Because <clears throat> you want a job, yeah. And, and this, I don't know who's done this. I don't know if anyone's was, who was successful at it. Um, you know, Sodexo, to an extent, was good, but I think they lost steam when they did this. Um, they, they were really good at content creating content so they had they I think they were using aperture at some point to put this together um what's aperture aperture sourcing so what is it? crm ats now too okay cool all right go ahead yeah, i just wanted it's, to it's okay it's not amazing but it's good i like it um used it for a bunch of years um so when 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 if you look at it from a marketer's perspective right or let's look at it from a recruiter side sign up for my talent community meant complete this form when we have a job we're going to get back to you some people started to think, well, we can send them monthly newsletters or we can send them job alerts, right? The job alert thing, all that crap. When you look at it from the marketer side, they're sending content. Think. Um, okay. So, so when we had point endeavors, my, my mm -hmm. recruiting firm, when we first started out, we were in the hospitality arena because okay. non-competes wouldn't let us kind of work anywhere else. And what we were doing is we were recruiting hospitality. We would send out a monthly newsletter and we would act offer people the option of having their recipes featured in the newsletter. Okay. That's so good. they would yeah, go out to cooks idea. and what have you to create that. But, um, you know, that was in 2010 and then we pivoted from hospitality to going into tech. I know very strange pivot, but yeah. it's, it's what the market told us we were going to do. Right. Right. Well, I mean, look, I mean, when it comes to, you know, I'm trying to, think, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but, um, you know, so, I mean, when we get back to the content piece, newsletters okay yeah that worked but you know i was, was talking about i was going to talk about hung lee right so he Dude, put he's brain brilliant. together yeah. right so think about that think about putting together content like that now not just a newsletter but it's actually pretty relevant right and people look forward to getting it because it's got amazing content in there that's not sales related if a company curates 50 articles and 50 is a little bit much you know i'm gonna say like 15 articles a week to drop that out to a community of, of candidates that are, are, you know, leads or prospects, whatever you want to call them, that are on their list. And there's additional content. There's education involved, right? So if you have a project manager's talent community and you're creating content, so you're creating free trainings, free video trainings, 
free podcast series on whatever it's going to be, right? That allows you to then, it was kind of what I'm saying about recruiting with content, that allows mm-hmm. you to then drive that message down. And just like any publisher out there or influencer that's out there on, on Instagram or social, wherever, who's creating 50 pieces of content a day and people flock to their videos when they go on Instagram Live or Facebook Live and they've got 400 people. Imagine a company getting on to Facebook Live (laughs) and there's 400 people watching them talk about something. But companies weren't, yeah, they weren't able to help themselves and so they spoke about jobs and careers and had hiring managers come on and all that crap and refused for whatever reason to provide good educational learning content. That's where I think uh, things things change. Um, oh, who does this? Uh, Ford, I think Ford does this. Um, it's not recruiting related, but they have a they they have a STEM program, and they go into elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, and they work with the students all the way into college through education, learning programs, scholarships. When they come out of school, they want to go forward. You know where they're going, right? Or at least if they didn't, they went somewhere else and were successful. Fantastic. Then they help them in their career. But they have a really good example of how they created a legitimate community of people who know who Ford is. What say you? That's it. I'm just amazed. (laughs) I'm amazed. Oh, man, that means it's over. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at (laughs) RecruitingDaily.com. 